Coming up on today's show, Sarah's Day sparks rug gate, Sky Wheatley's trial separation, Shiny Grimmins permanent lip damage, and Chloe and Mitch are hosting a retreat. Hello and welcome to Outspoken. It's your dose of the hottest influencer and pop culture news twice a week. I'm Sophie Torber and Kate, you're sitting here a little bit ashamed. We give you shit all the time about your dog, Sunny, and how naughty she is. And we've just had confirmation that she is a naughty dog. Look, we all knew she was naughty. She eats a lot of things, but this was a bit of a new level of embarrassment because we took her to her first doggy daycare session and I was very excited. I felt like a new mum dropping her kid off at daycare. I had my whole morning planned out. Even though you made Reese drop her off because well, you didn't want to go that early. Yeah, to be honest, like <laughs> Reese got up at six and dropped her off at seven, but you know, details. Anyway, I was very excited. I was going to do a workout before starting work and I get a phone call. She'd been there for an hour. But she was ready to be picked up, apparently. So that is code for they don't want to put up with her anymore because she's being a nightmare. Well, that's what I took it as because I said, look, we've been trying to settle her down, but she won't stop barking. Well, if she's being disruptive to the other dogs, I can kind of see why they would want to send her home. But she'd only been there for an hour. I felt like saying, give her a bit of a go. When I heard this, I was not surprised. And I actually Googled dog trainers in Adelaide. There was one called Sherlock Bones. And I said to Soph, I I rung Soph and I was like, Sunny is ticking all of the things. See, Amy is very judgmental because she doesn't have a dog. Sunny is only a year and a half old. She's Mm -hmm. in her puppy phase. And I just think she needs to be given a bit more of a go. I think after two hours, she would have settled down. I think she had a bit of separation anxiety because she's around me all the time. Our mum's a teacher and she was saying she wishes that they could do this. Just ring up the parent when the kid's being a dickhead (laughs) at school. Now, I would love to know. What is the shortest amount of time that your dog has lasted at doggy daycare? Because I've heard it's quite a thing that people are now getting called up to take them home. I bought like three rugs before we moved into this house. Moroccan rugs are very, very expensive. Sarah's day has been caught out telling a white lie while trying to sell her secondhand homewares online. Amy, what happened? Well, on Saturday, Sarah shared a video of a white woven rug with colored motifs on it with the caption selling Juno Benny rug 150 times 210 centimeters. She added that it was basically brand new. She said, we only rolled it out in Foxy's upstairs room for a week or so, but he didn't like the pink on it. In the following slide, she shared a photo of her youngest son, Malachi, crawling on the rug with the caption bought for $849, so name me a price. She then said it was a cash only pickup from the house of Grom's studio. An hour later, she shared a screenshot saying sold. It's almost as if Sarah has forgotten that she's got 1 million followers and that she wasn't in fact on Marketplace (laughs) because the internet was very quick to provide receipts. It turns out that this rug is actually three years old and not basically brand new. It also appears to have been used in other areas of the house, not just in Foxy's upstairs room for a week. A photo and video from Sarah's Instagram feed from the 28th of April 2020 shows Sarah with a young baby fox sitting on this rug in her office in her old apartment. So in the video, Sarah has a large smoothie that Fox is trying to wrestle off her. And it seems like quite a frantic thing. I'm pretty sure some of the smoothie probably would have dripped out. And the dog is on the rug. So it's not a rug that hasn't been used by the family. Now, ironically, in this post that people have dug up of Sarah's, 
was. The caption said, ha ha, the truth is revealed. Now, this rug has also been spotted in prior vlogs, including recently in Sarah's Christmas vlog, where the rug was spotted rolled up in the pool room where Kurt was building Sarah's infrared sauna. Sarah also made a reference to the rug in January 2022 when she said that Kurt hated it and wanted to sell it. So it's weird that she's blaming Fox, her four-year-old son saying, no, it's Fox who doesn't like it because it's got pink on it. I also remember this rug being a topic of conversation in one of their podcasts two years ago because Sarah went on this shopping spree and she kept buying expensive rugs. Mm. So I think this rug has been one that they've questioned for a long time. I personally don't know why there is such uproar about this. Really? Because I think who doesn't lie a little bit when they're selling something on Marketplace? You can't do that if you're an influencer. She's using her public profile. Everyone follows her life. She documents her whole life, hence why these receipts have come up. But couldn't have the rug just been put away somewhere and they seem to have rolled it out as a bit of a prop in her videos? No, because we've spotted it several times in different videos. It clearly is being used in the house. The photo of the rug compared to the photo on the website is very different. It's very discolored. Is it not buyer beware in these situations if all these receipts are out there? I wonder how much the person paid for the rug. You're paying for the fact that it was Sarah's day's rug. Let's be honest. Like how many, I've seen Olivia Rogers sell so many things on Facebook Marketplace as well. And I think people want that because it's Olivia's. They want it because it's Sarah's. Exactly. And that's why she used her public platform to sell it, which is why I don't understand why she needed to lie about it because a stan is just going to buy the rug because it's hers. They probably want it to be used. She could have just said in good condition. Yes. I did love it because Influencer Updates AU and Influencer Opinions were all across this. And on the Influencer Opinions page, Australian writer and social commentator Clementine Ford weighed in on the topic, writing, presumably she was given this for product placement. Just give it away, cheapskate. (laughs) I actually think she paid for it, though, because remember they kept, as you said, referencing Mm. these thousands and thousands of dollars. It's the rug's ugly. That's why she's getting rid of it. It's one of those pieces that you think, oh, wow, this is cool at the time. And then two years on, you reflect and say, what the fuck was I thinking? Mm. Well, some eagle-eyed people on Tattle Life have spotted that the Moroccan rug that usually is in Sarah's (laughs) bedroom has been rolled up. So maybe a future item that's being sold on an Instagram account. Yeah, it doesn't suit her Pinterest aesthetic anymore. I do find it bizarre when influencers sell stuff on their Instagram accounts because a lot of them do harp on about privacy and not wanting it invaded. In this case, I can see why she's got the seller to come and pick it up from House of Groms. Still, there's a certain level of people then allowing themselves into their lives through this connection. I think that's why people were so pissed off about the description of the rug because people firstly go, well, you've got so much money. Why do you even have to sell this rug? Yeah, she's buying her dad an Aston Martin and her husband a $200,000 boat. You think that you could just give it away to charity? I completely disagree. We would be sitting on this podcast saying how out of touch she was if she just dumped this $800 yeah. rug at Vinnie's. I think you need to be smart. But we wouldn't know about it if she did. She could have just no. done it oh, without us knowing. You don't think that some spotted. super sleuth would have spotted this quite out there rug at Vinnie's? It would be totally out of place. I, I agree. I kind of like the hustle that yeah. she's willing to sell it, but I don't like the dishonesty. <laughs> But couldn't she just sell it on her own private Facebook page? Of course you would promote it on your Instagram account, especially if you have 1 million followers, because the likelihood of it being sold is much higher. I totally disagree. I think it drags down her page and makes it look a bit cheap and tacky. I just love the poor mug that's gone and bought it. They probably thought that Sarah was going to be there selling it and probably Jai from Kurt's media team's there to sell it. I was surprised when the picture that she was trying to promote it with was Malachi dribbling all over it, because that would have put me off. That's extra. Someone's probably like, okay, Malachi dribble. Yep. Yep. Super fan. I've got that. 
On the topic of Sarah's day, she has revealed that she's going solo in the podcasting space, ditching her co-host and husband, Kurt, to launch a new show. For those who haven't listened to Kurt and Sarah's old podcast, can you give us some background, Kate? Yeah, so Sarah and Kurt launched their podcast, The Health Code, back in 2018 and used to sporadically release long-form episodes. Then in late October 2020, they announced they'd signed an exclusive Spotify deal and released The Health Code daily. Now, the episodes were around five minutes long and released every day, Monday to Friday. However, in October 2022, Sarah and Kurt took a hiatus from the podcast and they would be back in a different format. As a Health Code listener, there were a lot of conversations around how hard it was for Kurt and Sarah to actually have time to record together, particularly after she had her second baby, Malachi. And Sarah often talks about her parenting style with Kurt and that they tag team, so they take turns to look after the baby. So it just wasn't going to logistically work moving forward, having Kurt and Sarah on the podcast together. Sarah said it wasn't really Kurt's passion either, so she was happy to take over the reins. This really surprised me when she said it wasn't Kurt's passion because because he was the one who actually was pushing the original podcast, the long form one that they did. Probably for some coin though. And I feel like people got to know Kurt on that podcast because you got to remember it was back in 2018. He was just known as Sarah's boyfriend. I mean, I remember even in the initial introduction, it was like, and Kurt, Sarah's boyfriend. I wasn't surprised that she wanted to get rid of Kurt because I think that it was quite clear from listening to this podcast that they were on two different pages of the content that they wanted to speak about because they were doing these solo episodes occasionally. And you could tell that Kurt, when they did come together, wasn't interested in her skincare chat. He just wanted to talk about career or videography. And there was a time when Sarah was on maternity leave and Kurt got their friend, what's his name, Brenton involved. And it just had this, it just didn't hit the mark. It was this blokey vibe. It was like they were kind of scraping the barrel to have to put something out. And I think the feedback from a lot of listeners of The Health Code has been they like the old format, which was the longer form episodes, Mm. which I enjoyed a lot more hearing that Kurt and Sarah chat. That's what I'm going to miss listening to it because I actually enjoyed Kurt's input. Yeah, but more recently, they've kind of been at each other's throats and a little bit passive aggressive to each other. So they might need some, you know, time away Mm. from each other. Sarah said that she wants to talk about everything she loves. So she said that she's going to be interviewing people about skincare, sleep, periods, business, balancing motherhood and fitness. I don't know about you guys, but I don't really want to hear an influencer interview people. I'd much rather hear her talk like as a monologue herself about these topics it's the same thing that's happening with her youtube now she's trying to make her videos very specific and thoughtful and meaningful about these different topics but everyone just wants to hear about her life for me i don't find it interesting to listen to someone talk about skincare on a podcast because that's something that's i think is visual yeah and the thing is if she is going to be doing a similar format in her videos they're going to run out of topics mm. pretty quickly it was quite clear the health code ran out of topics and one of sarah's big questions at the moment to her followers has been well, what should she call the new podcast should she stick with the health code or should she call it sarah's day something And I loved it because she put a poll up and at the moment it's 50-50 between those two names. She then put a question box up asking, so what other names can you think of? And I found it quite (laughs) ironic because she prides herself on being a creative person. She keeps talking about how she runs a creative agency. And I found it a little bit lazy to put it out to the fans to come up with the name of the podcast. I don't have a problem with that though, because I think if you want to put something together that your audience likes, they like to be involved in the journey. 
And truth be told, it's hard coming up with some of these names sometimes. Do we think that Spotify is not involved anymore? Because I would assume they would have a lot to do with creating, you know, helping her create a new name. Well, I noticed they started the podcast in October 2020 and then ended the podcast in October 2022. So it seemed like perhaps they had a two-year deal with yeah. Spotify and now Sarah's on her own. Hi everyone, welcome back to my channel. So today I thought that we would film a little video just letting you guys know about what's going on between us because um, we did move out from each other and I mentioned that in my last video. Chloe Zepp and Mitch Orville are hosting three retreats this year where they'll be sharing their wisdom on mindfulness and nutrition. Kate, what do we know about these retreats so far? Well, the retreats will be run by Journey Retreats who have facilitated retreats for other influencers like Sarah's Day and then Kick founders Steph Claire Smith and Laura Henshaw. Now, Chloe and Mitch's retreat will be three days and held on the Sunshine Coast in March, on the Gold Coast in April and in Bali in May. So they're going to be quite busy. Now, the retreat is being promoted as an opportunity to connect with like-minded people, move outside your comfort zone and learn about the importance of mindfulness and nutrition. Now, I had a look at the Journey Retreat website and they did have some quotes from Chloe and Mitch about what they're bringing to the retreat. So Chloe said, in this retreat, I will be teaching you how to implement a morning routine that is right for you. Whether you are one of those who wants to get up and get going first thing in the morning or whether you like to have a slow, mindful morning, it will be about discovering what works for you. I just had a flashback to Chloe and Mitch's earlier vlogs. Remember when they'd get up at like 11 a.m.? <laughs> I actually loved watching their vlogs then. Well, I had a laugh because I I remember back in probably 2015 when morning routines were the big mm. things that influencers would share. And I just found it funny that it was like, whatever you like, I'll help you do it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if you like waking up late, we can do that. Mitch was quoted as saying he'll be helping people with personal development and how to become better mentally, physically and spiritually. It's a bit bold to say you're going to help people with that when I feel like he's in the midst of his own journey, not to be a bit negative, but mm. it's a big a bit of a stretch, I think, to help others when you're still learning yourself. Can you imagine the crowd that's going to go to this event? It'll be a very woo-woo crowd. I think it'll be the type of people who went along to their beach events. Yes, I forgot about those I wonder how much this is all going to cost because at the moment the website just says that you have to sign up and you'll they'll be in touch with the sale it's quite clear that this has been a strategic move by the family we've seen Mitch appear back on Instagram he's obviously wanting to use his notoriety as a business tool which I don't blame him as a money run out do they I need know. to do this? <laughs> I honestly think that might be the case because this is going to bring in big dollars for them. I remember when Sarah's Day and Kurt were doing their retreat, I think it was about $4,000 or $5,000 a ticket for their yeah, Bali and they're one. doing three different events yeah. in different states. Like they're going to get paid a lot for that. And I think for them, their time is important to them. So the fact that they'll be giving up their week full weekends to put their name to this says a lot. We were on a break! <laughs> House. Former Big Brother contestant turned influencer Sky Wheatley has revealed she and her baby daddy Lockie War have been on a break. So if this announcement has left followers quite confused. Yeah, that's right. Sky made the admission on her TikTok account telling her followers she and partner Lockie were trialing co-parenting of their two children, Forrest and Bear. In the clip, she appeared at her mum's house and said she'd been staying there for the past two nights. Here's what she said. We trialed co-parenting so I would have the kids two nights then he would have the kids two nights and then yeah two nights on two nights off 
Sky admitted that it's been really hard, particularly for her son Forrest, because he keeps asking, why isn't mummy coming home and where is she? Sky then said that the co-parenting experiment didn't last long because Lockie pleaded with her to come home. So she said that they are back parenting the boys together. Here's what she said. Yeah, obviously, I don't think he liked it. We like being together as a family, but I feel like for us, we just needed a break, just a little break. I wasn't surprised by this admission because Sky seems to air their dirty laundry a lot. And I think from the get go, this relationship has been having a lot of ups and downs. I do feel sorry for Lockie because he's someone that's not in the public eye, but it seems like every time he says anything to her or anything negative, she just tells everyone, all of her followers well, about it. I have a different view. I actually thought that it was quite refreshing to hear someone actually talk about the toll that parenting takes on a couple because Sky and Lockie did fall pregnant very soon into their relationship. They have been together for six years now, but I think that was six months into their relationship. They had Forrest. And I think that a lot of people don't talk about how difficult it actually is to have children when you are in a very fresh relationship. And I get that, but there's a power imbalance there and it seems a little bit toxic because it's almost like Sky is the one that has a lot of followers. So people are going to be backing her, but where's Lockie's support Mm. in all of this? It's all very, as I said, one-sided. And you can tell when he features on her videos and on her Instagram, he's very uncomfortable about the whole thing. Mm. Well, this whole co-parenting announcement was kind of confusing because Sky had been trialing engagement rings for a couple of months now with a brand that she's been working with and each couple of weeks she'd bring home a new ring and see what style and size best suited her and she kept saying to Lockie when are you going to propose to me that's the thing though she is wanting something from Lockie if she wanted to propose that would be a little bit different but it's quite clear that he's not that keen on the idea Mm. well it seemed like Sky also wanted to take a bit of a break from parenting because she said that the break's been really good for them as a couple but also for herself because she said spending time at her mum's house made her feel young again and she highly recommends mums taking a break for themselves. I think it also had a lot to do with the fact that they've been going through a lot of renovations. She said she was finding it really difficult to be in this space where there's so much chaos happening, nothing's done, there's still so much to do. They have been renovating for a very long time now. I did find it interesting that it was Skye that had gone to her parents' house because generally speaking, it's usually the man that moves out. I Mm. wonder if that meant she was the one that was like I've had enough I'm leaving well her video did leave to a lot of confusion because she didn't confirm whether they were still together or not she just said that they're choosing to live in the same house to parent now influencer updates AU shared the news and many followers weighed in one said this is so confusing whilst another said I feel like it's maybe slowly coming to an end but they are so cute and funny I love them so much I hope it works out now Sky did confirm on her TikTok that they were still together so a follower asked in the comment section are you together still and she just said yep look I don't think that they're going to stay together I think that he is getting sick of having his dirty laundry aired particularly because people were now jumping on him and accusing him of not pulling his weight and it's like we are only hearing one side of this story. I think it's good that Sky's normalizing the conversation because think of all the stresses they're under. They've got two kids under I think five. They're renovating at the moment. 
maybe this is something that other parents should look into having time apart mm. and then coming back yeah, to but, one another. But the thing is, it's not good for their relationship. I don't think this I is think going to improve the, their relationship. Well, it would be different if they were a family channel and Lockie also had a following and he was allowed to air what was annoying him about Sky and his side of things. I just don't think it's very even. Okay, what Amy's saying is that it seems like the break has done them some good and many followers actually praise Sky for taking a step away to take some time for herself. So one user wrote, I actually respect this. They tried something for the sake of them and their kids to ensure their happiness. Good on them. I do think it's a really sad situation for both of them. They have been together for such a long time. Hopefully this break will put them in good stead moving forward. Hi, how are you, my little chickens? Someone got at me for not saying chickens on my last video. I'm so sorry. I don't know how I forgot that. Hello, my chickens. Welcome back. Shani Grimman has revealed the permanent damage caused by her lip filler. The OG influencer, renowned for her plump pout, has vowed to keep her lips small moving forward. Now, it's not the first time that Shani has spoken out about her issue with her lips, Kate. Yeah, that's right. I had to have a look back at her YouTube and it was actually two years ago, which blows my mind when she first documented the time she got her lip filler dissolved. I swear that was like last oh, year. Yeah. Now, Shani said she started noticing that her lips weren't looking quite right. It looked like she was wearing a mouth guard because a lot of the filler had migrated to above her lip. Now, fast forward two years later and Shani shared on her Instagram stories on Tuesday that she was getting her lip filler dissolved again. So she explained that this overfilling of her lips had actually caused permanent damage and that the skin pockets above her lips were now stretched, which is why she has to keep going back and getting them dissolved. And Shani reiterated that it has nothing to do with the lip places that she's been in the last two years because apparently people have been trolling her old lip lady. That just all sounds so painful. Oh, it does. And she said that this is the last time she's getting her lips dissolved and she's going to be embracing her smaller lips, which I think is great because I remember when she dissolved them, I was like, holy shit, she looks beautiful. Mm. Have you guys seen Charlotte Crosby also got her lips dissolved recently? And she looks so much like her mum now. She looks like oh, a different she person. Does. Yeah. She looks fantastic. I did like it because Shani ended up sharing a throwback from 2018 from her Snapchat. It was a mm-hmm. picture like a close up of her lips and the captions said 2018 regrets lol this is where the damage started be careful with your face and in the snapchat she's saying how it felt like her lips were about to pop and i think this is why it's so important to make sure that you are at the right age to be making these sorts of decisions because you just think how young 18 is and particularly because she did start going to some places early on that she would never go back to now. Yeah, and going to the right place is important, Mm. reading all the reviews. It's funny because a lot of these influencers who are so well known for getting cosmetic surgery are just reversing it now. We saw that with Molly Mae. I think it comes with age as well. They probably Mm. get to an age where, I mean, not only is it expensive, but it's also painful. I did wonder when Shani was talking about how she would go to a lot of different clinics if she was getting sponsored or free Mm. cosmetic injections. It's the premiere of the Netflix documentary that my son produced. This is a lot about me. I mean, my book, then there's the doc, all these interviews and these photo shoots and stuff. It just feels all very me, 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 but I feel like just do it one last time. Pamela Anderson has shared her advice on how to get someone to marry you, and she would know she's been married five times. A clip from her Netflix doco, Pamela, A Love Story, has gone viral on TikTok. Let's take a listen to her advice. Best way to get married is to tell someone, I am never going to marry you. Within six months, you're married, for sure. That's what you do. 
Pamela did preface that you have to really mean it. So it's not just enough for you to say you don't want to get married. You have to be quite convincing in it. Well, that's how she got Tommy Lee because at the start, she totally negged Tommy. She didn't want anything to do with him and he flew out when she was in Mexico to try and find her. Yeah, it's playing hard to get. I mean, she did get married to him three days later in Mexico after hardly knowing him, but it did work. Some naysayers have pointed out, though, that Pamela's marriages have all ended in divorce, but it's not like she said how to stay married. (laughs) She said how to get married. I keep telling you guys to watch this documentary. I watched it the first day it came out. It is so good and it gives you such an insight into Pamela Anderson's life. She's dated a lot of really hot guys before she dated Tommy Lee. It's funny, she had this real type. It was, you know, tall brunette and then everything went out the window when she met Tommy. I've always loved Pamela Anderson. Growing up, I did name my Barbie doll CJ after a character on Baywatch. And it was funny because I think Gen Zers are really warming to her now. I saw a video of a girl saying after she watched the doco that she dyed her fringe, like she added blonde to it and then cut it. Wow. Well, the doco details all of her diaries. So for her whole life, she's kept these really detailed notepads and different diaries. And it's funny because she's known as such a sex symbol, but she's actually an amazing writer. Want to see my taco hack? On TikTok this week, Anna Paul shared an ingenious taco hack that I really want to try out. So she got a soft shell and then she put sour cream on one side and refried beans on the other. She then added a hard taco shell in the middle and then proceeded to fill that shell with the toppings that she wanted. So meats, cheese. Well, she actually left cheese off, which I think is a sin. Yeah. So she added everything that she wanted in the hard taco shell. Taco. Sorry. That's another discussion for after this. Yes. Anyway, in the hard taco shell and then she wrapped it in the tortilla. And then she said it is the most perfect way to enjoy double layers and also all the stuff inside the hard shell doesn't fall out because it's encased in the tortilla. I can't wait to show Dale this hack because he literally eats everything in bread. So I'm surprised he hasn't done this before. I love this tip because quite often I get tacos from sombreros and the filling will just be everywhere. You feel like this pig that's just dropping food all over yourself. Because all the good stuff falls out and then you have to scrape it all up after. It's not fun. People did point out that apparently Taco Bell sells something very similar called a Crunch Wrap Supreme. So they said it's a bit of a dupe for this. But in Adelaide, we don't have Taco Bell. There's not many Taco Bells in Australia. I have to bring up how you pronounce taco before because growing up, we all said taco (laughs) because it's the English pronunciation of the word. Something else that we say that will annoy people, I'm sure. Yeah, I tried not to say taco so hard. Well, I think that is all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. If you have enjoyed it, could you please make sure you are subscribed on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts? This podcast was recorded on the traditional land of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay respect to their elders past and present. And if you haven't already, come and join us in our Facebook community at Outspoken the Podcast Community. We're also on TikTok and Instagram under the handle Outspoken underscore the underscore podcast. 